Kate. <laughs> Nicole. Should we, now that we've restarted this 10 times, should we just right out of the gate say, welcome back. <laughs> welcome back to the Two Girls One Formula podcast. Um, on It's episode 20 and we are new people. We are starting fresh and we are welcoming you back right away. Like, I don't think this has happened once. No, not once. Where we have not covered a single thing before we Same. jumped into our introductions. I know. We're it's, growing you know, as people. New season, new us. It's race week. We made it. We watched We're all back. of Drive to Survive. We are currently on the floor. We are we are on the floor. Of my bedroom here in Brooklyn, <laughs> recording this episode. It's been, I think this is what, the fourth place in your apartment we've attempted to record a podcast from? Yeah. We're really put, pushing it to the limit here. Yeah, we're, you know, we're just seeing what works and what doesn't. Yeah. Um, I we, feel good about this one, though. You, do you? Yeah. Okay, I feel good, too. Because it feels like when we're on Zoom and I can look at your face. Exactly. I think that's what we were missing before. I mean, last week we were in bed and we were just staring at the ceiling, <laughs> not really looking at each other. Um, but this, we're just sitting here on the floor staring into each other's souls. Where else would we be? <laughs> True. Nowhere else Nowhere. I'd rather be. Nowhere I'd rather be. Well, do, do. No place I'd rather be. That song brings me back um, to my um, Kiss 108 internship days. Truly. Back when you were serving cookies to Wiz Khalifa? Yeah, exactly. That song was like, that was in the top 30 countdown the entire summer I was there. So, like, there, there's like a, a collection of probably like 20 songs that made up my entire summer. Yeah. And they were the only things that I heard. So like that song, like I have like a, like a out of body experience. I'm back in the windowless room. In the basement? No, it wasn't the basement. It was oh. actually like the fourth floor. Okay. Uh, but we were just like on the inside of the yeah. building and Billy's office was like right in the middle and there was Got no it. windows and it was so small. And all I did was look at TMZ all day and try to find... Gossip. Gossip. I mean, that's, what else I was going to say, we do that now, so. Not much has <laughs> changed, and that's called no character growth. <laughs> you know, what did we say last week? If we are anything, we are consistent. We are consistent. And that just goes to show. I've been the same for Yeah. We like what we years. like. We like what we like. And I like to read TMZ for gossip, apparently. <laughs> Although I... I, I We've switched to uh, Daily Mail and The Sun now for this podcast. Yeah. That's where we get our <laughs> That's where we get our tea from. Yeah. And Instagram, I, I guess. But I don't look at TMZ anymore because... They're not serving the content we need. Mm-mm. But... The last time I learned anything from TMZ was when we found out Kobe Bryant died. That's true. We were together. Something happened... I found out from... I think TMZ also said Betty White died. I think I got that from yes. TMZ, too. Correct. Correct. But they're I, really on top I, yeah. of the celebrity death category. They definitely have someone in the coroner's office in LA, yeah, I think, what? who can tell them who's dead. <laughs> I think they have someone on weird, their payroll. That would be a weird job. Hey, get that bag. Wherever I mean, you fair can. Enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. People are dying. Might as well be the first one to talk about it. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, we went down a dark path there yeah. pretty early on. Really early. Too early. <laughs> Too early, some may say. Um, speaking of depression and potentially death. <laughs> okay, lay it on me. <laughs> We'd love to take a moment and let's discuss Toto Wolf. Yeah, we should. Mental health king, mental health champion. Absolute um, 
ally in the mental health space. Yes, came out with a whole thing about mental health and saying that high-profile people who seem to have everything but are struggling have an obligation to say that they're getting help and it's okay to get help. And Toto says that he's been going to a psychiatrist since 2004. He's had more than 500 hours of therapy, has suffered mentally, and still does. He says, uh, getting help is a way of overcoming my problems and has helped me to access untapped potential. I've never had any problem with the stigma. Some of the most successful people are very, very sensitive and very, very sensitive means very, very vulnerable. And I just think golf clap for Toto for being, oop, sorry, I was on Instagram and to get that <laughs> video started playing. Um, I just think um, I love the fact that he came out and said that, and obviously we have other people in in the paddock that have talked about mental health before. We have Lewis that just talked about it. Pierre wrote a great piece. Lando's mm-hmm. very open about it. Um, and so I think that that's important, but to have someone as high profile as a team principal mm-hmm. and one of like the most successful businessmen in the world. Yeah. Huge. Huge. And I, well, you know, we kind of knew this already though, because yes. we talked about in in his daily his, mail his daily mail interview. His daily mail sit down interview. <laughs> he does talk about his struggle yeah. with mental health in that one. Um, yeah, he does. And he came out about how he's always kind of suffered from this. But mm-hmm. it's always good to see him reiterate that message. Yes. I actually was reading an article. I feel like it actually came from the same article that this quote came from. Um, but it was about his um, his class at Harvard Business School. Oh, okay. And so it was like an interview that was about that, and the person was in the room, and then they had an interview with Toto. I really do think it was that same article. But something I learned from that was he was talking about how he and Lewis used to have a really bad relationship. Really? Yeah, and it took like a five-hour conversation in Toto's kitchen, and then they became friends. Everything, ha- all good conversations happen Truly, in the kitchen. Truly, and every single cooking show has said that. They've always said They've that. They've always said that. <laughs> Carlos and Issa's cooking show will also say that as well. They would definitely say that. <laughs> um, but yeah, he was saying that, um, obviously, to- so Toto came in uh, to Mercedes, and it was like, when it was at its worst, it was around the year that Hamilton and Rosberg were like super enemies yeah Yeah. and there was like that one race where um they crashed into each other Mm -hmm. costing the team like a one-two finish Mm -hmm. and uh they were both like he was like these two drivers are like out for themselves and like they're trying to win like a driver's championship not the constructor's championship and both are just as important Mm -hmm. and so when they finished when they got back to the garage he made them come into the area where all the engineers and mechanics were and made them stand in front of everyone it was like look at every single person's face here think of them think of their spouses think of their kids think of their families think of everything they're giving up to help you and you two are throwing that away and you don't give a fuck about them mm-hmm. clearly based on your actions you're telling them that you don't care about them yeah so like next time you're out there think of all these people's faces and you'll think twice about running into each other and they were super embarrassed and then obviously Rosberg won the championship that year and Hamilton didn't Mm -hmm. and Toto had 
Lewis over for like a Christmas party or something and they were like having really like a bad relationship and Toto was like we have to figure out if we want to work together still yeah and so they like went into the kitchen and had like a really long talk and by the end of it they like had a great relationship and that's where they are today wow I know I was like wow something that I have never known before but I just thought it was very interesting and and he he was saying he was like based on that and mm-hmm. based on like everything that happened that season now Lewis takes victory as a team victory yeah. and like I think that's so apparent in you know he's always thanking everyone back mm-hmm. at the factory he's thanking yeah. so many people and like so it's interesting to kind of see like you know it wasn't always like that but yeah. what kind of could have led to it wow Toto is like such a force to be reckoned with yes and like he deserves all of the hype and all of the recognition yes. he get, gets and I like agree. He just brings his full self mm-hmm. to the team and to his work, and yeah. I appreciate that. And he is absolutely a fearless leader. Like, yes. someone you could absolutely rally behind. Mm-hmm. And I I don't know if it's just his Austrian accent that really <laughs> inspires. Yes. Um, <laughs> but I think, yeah, hearing that and, like, especially after watching Drive to Survive... Yeah, um, and getting a little bit more color commentary from him, like, oh my god, if Toto started a cult, I mean, we'd be already in it. I'm drinking the Kool Aid. <laughs> I'm first in line to drink the Kool Aid. <laughs> Whatever he wants. Whatever. He I'm wants. there. Speaking of Drive to Survive, though, let's get into it because I mean, lots of thoughts and so lots of thoughts. opinions out there. But I would love to start by just saying, like, the best decision I think that they made for this season of Drive to Survive is having Susie Wolf. As one of the people interviewed. 100%. Not only is she a crazy badass on her own Mm -hmm. and, like, deserves to be there just from, like, an expert point of view, but I thought it was so cool to have someone that's so intrinsically involved in the motorsport community that also is, like the wife of a team principal mm-hmm. and like so she gets like both sides of it she gets it from she's like she's also a team principal herself in yes, that too yeah so. yeah um so she has like I feel like she just has the the insight on like a personal and a professional yeah sense and like her commentary was just so good the whole time yeah loved it yeah she brought such a good angle and like a softer I think it also helped seeing a softer side of Toto yes which Granted, I don't care about that, but <laughs> I think, especially with this season, yeah, I think they both showed they showed a lot of Jerry and Susie yes. this season, and I think that was on purpose, yeah, because Christian and Toto were up each other's assholes yeah. the entire season, yeah, and they were just like, all right, we need to show that they're caring, normal people, normal yeah. people, um, yes. and not just like these war generals, yeah, like. <laughs> I mean, my the one of my favorite scenes of the whole thing was when they were ordering breakfast, and Toto was like, "I oh, yeah. need this, 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 and this, and I need a slice of what is it, pumpernickel? And if it doesn't, if like the other one wasn't crispy enough, it needs to break like a cookie." And Susie was like, "Like I'll have eggs with coffee and a black and, coffee, <laughs> like with like cold cream in it." Yeah. It's very when <laughs> Harry met Sally. Yes. When um, she's like Sal- dressing on the side, Sal- but if you don't have this, then then do that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. It was so funny. I was like, oh, Susie, you're incredible. Yeah. Okay. Well, one scene that really stuck out to me, and this is about Susie, is Toto's on the phone talking about. I think he was talking about Botas' contract. 
Mm-hmm. I don't remember who he's talking to, but they're pulling into one of the races, and Susie's in the backseat with Jack, mm-hmm. and Jack is just tossing paper, <laughs> and she's scrolling on her phone, not looking, picking up the paper, handing it back to Jack. He's doing it, she's just, like, <laughs> multitasking, and I was like, wow. I was Working like, that mom. is just the, like, epitome of a career mom, and I yes. respect the fuck out of it. Like, God, she's just the best. She's so cool. This is now a Susie Wolf stand podcast, I, so yeah. we will only be talking about Susie Wolf from here on out. Thank you very much. <laughs> We're going to do one surprise, one extra deep dive, and it's only on Susie <laughs> it's only Wolf. On Susie. <laughs> no, but I think, I think that, like, the, the behind the scenes with them was really cool. Like, going yeah. to their house and seeing how they did things. I really loved the scene of Toto and Botas talking, like, mm-hmm. after Toto had made the decision. Like, I I mean, you know, I was, like, literally tearing up. Yeah, she was. Can confirm. <laughs> when he was like, I will be cheering, cheering for you always, Valtteri. I was like, same. Same. But I think overall, we were not huge fans of this season. I mean, it came out on Friday, and we didn't finish until today, today. Monday. Yeah. And and that's very unlike us because we usually consume this content as quickly as quickly possible. as possible. As humanly possible. It was just very much like race recappy yeah. and like didn't give us enough behind the scenes. No. Like they they overdid the behind the scenes with a, a few people. Yeah. AKA Mazepin. I did not need to be going back to his home in Russia. No. No. Why were we doing no. that? No. No, I know. Why are we there? No one cares. And it just felt like we didn't get enough interviews. We yeah. only got interviews with Christian and Toto, which, not mad about Toto, but, like, all the drivers sat down at the beginning and then introduced themselves, yeah. and then we didn't get any. Like, we didn't see any Carlos, really. Barely, yeah. Well, I mean, Ferrari had just, like, such an unforgettable, like, I mean, had such a forgettable, forgettable season. season. I mean, I can't. Okay, but. <laughs> but. <laughs> We did get probably my favorite scene in all of Drive to Survive with Carlos and Charles. Yes. When they're in Monaco and Lando's <laughs> contract got extended and they're gossiping about how long the contract is and they don't know. And Carlos is like, should I text him? And Charles like, totally text him. He'll answer you. And Carlos is like, okay, like, what do I say? <laughs> it was like just so good I was like this is so real like this happens all the time we'd be like what should I say like how do I say it two BFFs just texting their crush yeah trying to figure out how to be cool it was literally so funny I know and then we got a lot of George content Mm -hmm. which was fine I loved we did get a lot of Yuki yes which we talked about last week was maybe not the best light they made him seem yeah, but I don't. I don't think it was as bad as I like, yeah. heard. Yeah, people said that they like pitted him against Mazepin. I don't think they did that. I think they showed a very realistic view of Yuki, of like coming in as a rookie and being like hot headed and, but then they're like, yeah, and so he moved from England to Italy mm-hmm. to train and like things got better and yeah. like they. I think they did a, a, like him a good. A well, good job I don't him. know. That's why I'm saying when we were watching the Mazepin episode, the Mazepin episode, like, he's an absolute fucking crybaby. Yeah. And so I was like, maybe they re-edited. Can anyone confirm this? That that was mm. like... Because I didn't see them pit Mazepin and no. Yuki to, against each other really at all. I know. But like, watching Mazepin's episode, I was like, no. I felt maybe a little bad for him when he got kicked out yeah. due to the Russia-Ukraine conflict because, like, he technically didn't start the war. Right. Regardless of his <laughs> technically. dad. Te- allegedly. <laughs> allegedly, um, <laughs> allegedly, Mazepin is not the one that started the war against Ukraine. <laughs> Unconfirmed, he may have done it. 
Um, <laughs> despite his dad's situation, I don't think children should be blamed for their parents' faults. However, mm-hmm. not including the fact that he shouldn't have been in F1 in the first place right. due to the sexual assault allegations. However, watching that episode, I was like, this kid's a fucking dick. Yeah. And he doesn't deserve anything like the fact that he was just like my car is different than mix and like they're out to get me blah 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 blah. Yeah. and it's like grow up dude i know i wish that they you would... joined the worst team in <laughs> f1 who didn't put any money into their car what did you expect like you literally joined the worst team you can't have had that big of expectations like you literally spin out every other race i don't feel bad for you yeah i mean yeah, there was too much of him. Far too sure. much. Yeah, we didn't get enough, like... We didn't the, see Alonzo, like, once. No. I mean, I think there was, like, maybe one or two Also, scenes. like, the Max-Lewis rivalry was super hot this season, and I feel like we only got it a little bit... At the end. At the end. Mostly, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think it's probably hard... It was hard for them to do that because Max didn't Yeah, but be Lewis didn't sit down for... He sat True. down... We saw, like, maybe five minutes total of him True. for the whole season of an interview yeah like i was saying earlier when we were on our hot girl walk um i would love a director's cut and i just want all the raw footage like mm-hmm. i want all the interviews and just i want to see it. all of it dump yeah it on the in- internet someone if anyone out there is a hacker <laughs> please hack into netflix you have one job <laughs> from now on i can't pay you anything but it's what i want <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we did. We got to see some wag action this season. Yes, great content of Carmen, mm-hmm. mostly. Um, some good stuff with Tiffany in it. Not didn't t- we saw see Elena at? Yes, at S one's house. Mm-hmm. That was nice. Still unsure if they're together. Yep. At the moment, but maybe we'll find out. They um, gave Carmen a lot of speaking lines. They do, and they gave Charlotte a speaking line. <laughs> <laughs> she had one line, and then. Carmen had so many. But, yeah, I think... We didn't see... Well, we saw Issa and Charlotte in the garage during the Max crash. Mm-hmm. Like, the big one at Silverstone. Yeah. Um, But I think that's pretty much it. We saw Sandy a couple times. Yeah. Just, like, walking mm-hmm. with, with Nikki. But... We got no Aston Martin. True. Like, literally none. Well, they spent the entire season before on... Yeah. Maybe maybe Lawrence didn't like how he was portrayed in. Yeah, and he said none of that. Yeah. No more. I just, like, oh, I'm so underwhelmed. And I, and we talked about this. We were like, well, is it because we watched the whole season? And, yeah. like, we were so in the weeds on the content. And I would have to disagree because yeah. I've watched all of the previous seasons before. Yeah. And kind of kept up. But, like, what I look forward to in Drive to Survive is the, back, is the interviews the and, like, yeah. some of the stuff that you don't necessarily get to see. And it just yeah. felt like so much race recap and stuff that we'd already seen before. Totally. I also think it's kind of difficult, like, inter- like and, and not to say that that's not true because I think that's exactly what the problem is. But I also think so many drivers have started their own, like, content yeah. platforms. Like, yeah. Danny does, um, what is it, No, no breaks. breaks. And Carlos does... Uh, don't, don't blink. blink. We're not allowed to do anything. <laughs> not allowed to break. Not allowed to blink. <laughs> but like, I feel like all of them do these things now that like we're so used to seeing like that kind of content yeah. that not getting that we're like, all right, well they're doing it on their own. You couldn't do that. Yeah. Um. But anyways, I mean, I think that's pretty much all I have to say about Drive to Survive. Like, it was fine. 
Yeah, it was fine. I mean, obviously the Monza episode was incredible. So good. Love to see. We got did get a lot of Danny. So like, yes. obviously I was very happy. Yeah. Because we did get a lot of Danny Ricardo content, mm-hmm. and we did see a lot of Lando. They pitted Danny and Lando together, like against each other. Which I think we it was knew. probably pretty accurate too. And though. it was. I think some people like had messaged us, and they're like, "What's with the Danny Lando?" And I was like, "No, dude, they did not like each other." Yeah. Um, but I think they're over it now. Yeah. Which they as, just needed time. I think to. I think that like there was so much pressure on them to mm-hmm. get along that when they didn't like immediately get along, yeah. they were both just kind of like. Yeah, which is apparent by the video McLaren put out today oh my of God. them reacting to season four, Drive to Survive, which and, is the content we have been needing from them. <laughs> and uh, they play the line of Lando being like, "I don't feel bad for him. I don't have sympathy for him." And Danny literally like high fives Lando. Like and... they're just like laughing so hard <laughs> the entire time. So to see them like getting along. Huge everything. Huge. And I'm so excited for more of the McLaren content that they're going to put out this season. Yeah, they didn't do a lot last year because it wasn't... The chemistry was bad. Bad. I think it's going to be good (laughs) this year. Like, I think they're there now. The McLaren vibes feel good. Honestly, I feel like this year they've probably gotten more time to, like, spend together, like, not just, like, racing and Mm -hmm. being rivals, where they, like, have actually gotten to, like, know each other Mm -hmm. more, that hopefully it's better. Um, But, yeah, that video is... Danny's like, uh, Carlos isn't that cool, is he? And Lando's like, no, he thinks he's cooler than he is. <laughs> so funny. Literally iconic. <laughs> um, but yeah, overall, Drive to Survive was just fine. And like, I think all of the Drive to Survive naysayers out there have valid arguments for yeah. this one. Yeah, I agree. So they better step it up for season five. Yeah. Well, because they're bringing in so many fans now. So now, like, I mean... They're bringing in so many fans that now fans are going to be watching and are going to have expectations. Yeah. And so they have to start, like... Meeting those expectations. Meeting those expectations. Like, they literally put all those tweets where people were like, Drive to Survive, most dramatic season, yeah, blah, 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 blah. And then literally just, like, didn't live up to yeah. any of the hype <laughs> that people thought. I know. Which was so disappointing. You know what did live up to expectations, though? What? Thinking about, you know, maybe, like, what if drivers were in a fashion magazine? What would that look like? And you want to know what lived up to that expectation is the Vanity Fair article that came out this morning. We were thrown into utter chaos from the moment our eyes opened this morning. (laughs) The moment my eyes opened. I legitimately woke up, rolled over, and you were on your phone posting (laughs) the carousel. Of those photos. <laughs> and there was no time to wait. I heard you laugh, which woke me up. <laughs> and then I saw it and I was like, oh, you're laughing at those photos. Like, it was like eyes open, we're in chaos already. <laughs> I think that it was just such a fun article. I think it was a fun way to kind of show some of the up and coming stars yes. in F1. Yes. Um, and like, I think there are so many critics out there yeah. talking about, they look ugly, blah, 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 blah. Why would they do this? It's so embarrassing for them. And it's like... It's high fucking fashion. It's high fashion. Like, this wasn't supposed to be a normal photo shoot where it's, like, for the teams and whatever. It's not like a 
George photo shoot or Orlando photo shoot. No, right. it's a Vanity Fair photo shoot, and they were the models. Right. Like it was not like it, about them. It was about the shoot itself. Mm-hmm. And people, okay, then what, who is it? Someone said it looks like they got their clothes at TJ Maxx, and I was like, that's fucking Gucci. <laughs> like TJ Maxx wishes. Saint Laurent, Louis Vuitton. Like, it's like ah. Uh, it's like it's like so the one thing that I will give the critics of this is that they did edit them too yeah. far too much. Yeah. They literally took off like four of Lando's like freckles, freckles. that he has on his face. Yeah. I was like, that's not this man. No. Like and I mean but however they did the same amount of editing on these men that they do on women in these right. photo shoots. All the time, so. but the unrealistic beauty standards <laughs> say that people. I think that that's what people look like. Right. They think that is what women look like, but the minute they see these men, it happens to these men. They're like, "That's not what they look like. They edited it way too much. Like it's so unrealistic." No, that's how it happens for everyone, everyone. and that's why we all have body dysmorphia. <laughs> that is like why we, similar to Toto, are going to therapy. therapy. It's because. Nobody is raising such a stink over these magazines anyway. Like, in the first... They're literally editing the photos of these drivers the same way they edit everyone else. Right. But, ugh. <laughs> but also, why is everyone freaking out about like this? They're like, can't believe Danny is wearing that hot pink like jumpsuit. I'm sorry. Did you not see the photo shoot where Danny was wearing like... What was that one? He's wearing... Well, in the first episode of the last season of Drive to Survive, he's looking at the photo from... He's in GQ and he's wearing a pink suit. Yes. So this is very Danny's MO. Danny often wears ugly clothes in photo shoots. I don't know how many of them you've seen, you guys, but almost every single photo photo shoot... shoot, He's wearing ugly clothes. He's wearing ugly clothes. And guess what? (laughs) They're definitely not always Gucci. So if he's going to wear something that you don't like... At least let it be Gucci. Which at least let it be giving Harry Styles energy. Exactly. Come on. Also, our my roommate literally came into a, came <laughs> in my bed this morning and was like, <gasps> "You guys," and we're like, "Okay, what?" And she's like, "I just saw the photo of Danny. You guys, Harry Styles is allegedly going to wear that at Coachella. There's talk about it." <laughs> we're like, "What?" But um, not anymore because not Danny anymore. got there first. Yeah, Danny did get to the Gucci. Uh, the pink Gucci The first. pink Gucci first. So, sorry about that, Harold. Uh, maybe Danny will let you borrow it. Maybe. If you pop by his L.A. mansion. Before that we will be that there for. When Coachella, then maybe you can borrow it. <laughs> like, I don't know. I loved all the looks. I thought they were so fun. It And, like, what, like they just looked like they were having so much fun mm-hmm. taking those photos. Yeah. And, like... I like you like oh they should be so embarrassed I bet they hated it like I bet they didn't like the photos and I'm like I don't know they look like they were having an amazing time right. as they are like getting to let loose and not wear like ugly team polos <laughs> for fucking once <laughs> like give me a break they looked they looked amazing yeah it was such a fun shoot I I like loved it I think it was like super cool also someone did say they're like why was Lewis not involved and my theory that I told you earlier is I think. Lewis would have been involved in that if it was like a profile on only Lewis. Right. Like Lewis is a fashion icon, anyways. Yeah. So in like his own court. Yeah, he's in his own court. He's like he's there for like solo features. Mm-hmm. I I don't think he would do like 
him, Lando, and George. Like right. that would that would be super weird. I guess yeah. maybe George because they're on the same team. But I think Lewis is a is a standalone feature kind of guy now. Um, I am, however, super disappointed that Charles was not involved because he would have bodied those looks. Yeah, absolutely crushed them, and I will be. I will be thinking about that well, till the day to, I die. We have a lot of strongly worded letters to write. Should we write one of those? Yeah, too? let's write some letters. <laughs> that and they probably should just call Giovanazzi back to be. In it. Gio- Giovanazzi would have absolutely crushed it as well. Yeah, like I would have loved to see Botas in that. Like I think that would have been hysterical. And honestly, I think Botas would have had a lot of fun. We also talked about Yuki. And yes, Yuki should have been there because Yuki I think he should have been there. Yuki would have brought so much fun in life. Yes. To the shoot well, as and well. And then it would because, like, yeah, yeah. Because he's already serving looks for Alpha Tari photo At, shoots that Every they do. week. Like, he's, it's yes. giving. And we need to discuss Esteban Ocon in these photos. Oh my god, how could we forget? Like, I've always thought he was, like, a, he's cute. He is, like, so sweet and nice and, like, mm-hmm. just seems like such a nice person. Mm-hmm. But he was hot. Slaying. His, like, the He's video, serving. the video that they did where he was in the full like linen, linen with, uh, with the with glasses. The glasses. Oh. the glasses, Nicole. He looked like you're like. He looked like your like meditation self care retreat guide who was like talking to you, being like, "We're gonna meditate. We're gonna, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's <sighs> who you'd also have a crush on. Yes, um, and you're only going to those classes." For him. For him. Yes. You're trying to impress him. Yes. Um, so that, and convince him that you are that girl. Um, Who's that girl? Who's that girl? Esteban. It's me. Um, <laughs> and then George was looking like Gumby for a little bit. <laughs> he was given a little Marv from Home Alone. Home Alone. <laughs> but like a Gucci Marv. Yeah. That Marv wishes. Marv <laughs> wishes. Joe Pesci wishes. <laughs> Is Joe Pesci Marv or is he Harry? Huh. Who's Harry's the small one? I don't remember. I can't remember which one is Marv. I think Harry oh, Harry is the shorter yeah, one. Yeah, you're right. So Marv is the taller one. Marv is the taller yeah, one. Okay, and Marv sorry. is you for Halloween. Yeah. Harry is me right, for exactly. Halloween. Sorry, that's my Should bad. Should we post social photos? <laughs> <laughs> the out of context this week? Yes. <laughs> Your Marv photo? Guys, Nicole has a photo, we're gonna post it, and she looks... You also have a photo. We're also posting it. (laughs) But yours started, yours kicks out because you sent it to me, and you're like, it's giving Marv. Was mine the one that we took of... Yes. Someone's uh, Tinder photo? Yeah, that one's real good. Okay, we're gonna post just embarrassing photos of ourselves for out of contest. Post embarrassing photos of ourselves. Like, what else are we doing? Yeah. We'll find our most high fashion looks to post as if we are on Vanity Fair. (laughs) Honestly, the fits. Me, you, and George. (laughs) The fits I wore back in like the eighth grade, probably pretty similar to the outfits they had on today. Like, 2008 was a wild time for fashion. <laughs> Lots of layers. <laughs> Lots of layers. Lots, Lots of, of decorative, patterns. Decorative scarves. So many scarves. So many, so much chunky jewelry. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Um, wow. So yeah, if anyone couldn't tell, we are a fan. We loved of it. The, of the Vanity Fair shoot. Real fun. It was literally everything to me. I've been thinking about it all day. All day. 
I'm defending everyone's honor. Yes, defending Vanity Fair's honor, defending Uchi's honor, defending everyone's honor. The only honor I'm not defending is the Photoshop. Yes. I'm so fucking sick and tired of the Photoshop. Can we also talk about how happy Lewis has looked lately? Yes. Like the video, yeah, the videos from the Dubai Expo or whatever. And even in um, Drive to Survive, Lewis has the kindest eyes. Like, Lewis smiles. And his eyes crinkle, and... He is so kind. Just what a kind, kind man. I would love to, like, hang out with him for a day. Yeah. I feel like I would leave so inspired. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know who... You know who he reminds me of? Who I think he has the same energy as? Who? Our friend Magnus <laughs> of Race Weekend Magazine. Yes. Magnus, I feel like you'll probably listen to this, so hello. Um, we are very good friends with... Magnus, who's the owner and publisher of Race Weekend Magazine, who you guys know that we have talked about before and we love. Um, and we have calls with Magnus about once a week. And every single time that we hang up the phone, we are just feeling so positive and inspired and creative and, like, good about ourselves. Yeah. And I just feel like that would be the same kind of energy that we would leave, like, a, a meeting with Lewis. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He would, he would be, if you can dream it, you can do it, guys. Yes. And I would believe that. Yes. I think, I think 30 minutes with Lewis would be worth probably five years in therapy. I agree with that. Like, just the things, the things he would say to you. Profound. Profound. Things that he's learned from the top of the mountains. He has climbed (laughs) those mountains. He has swam to the bottom of the sea. (laughs) And he has the He's been over the river, through the woods. He's been down into Mariana's trench. <laughs> I'm surprised Lewis hasn't gone to space yet. He's on. That's what he's doing immediately as soon as he retires. He I'm, can't. He can't risk that right now. He has an eighth world championship to win. You're right. You're um, right. And then he'll be going to space immediately. with Pete Davidson. Yeah. Pete Davidson is in talks to go on the next space mission with Jeff Bezos. So Lewis also needs to be there because I feel like what else? What is an Lewis intersection. Doing? Well, then they can then, fight over Kim K in space. Oh my god. You're right. <laughs> World star in space. <laughs> the Fast and Furious go to space, and it's Lewis and Pete Davidson fighting over Kim Kardashian. And Jeff Bezos just being like, world star. <laughs> I, for one, would love to see it. I'm I'm going to write to Jeff and <laughs> tell him as make it happen. We're writing to Jeff for various reasons, but number one. Jeff, make it happen. Jeff, designers, make it work. Designers, make it work. Um... Yeah, I just feel like Lewis has to go to space at some point. Yes, because absolutely. The, the final frontier. Learn. Where else does he have to go? He has to skydive from the stratosphere. <laughs> from Saturn's rings. <laughs> Might as well. <sighs> like, I feel like every Drops single... Drops of Jupiter. <laughs> I feel like every episode we talk about the limits Lewis has to push. And, like... He sets the bar for himself. So, like, the bar is in space. The bar is in space. And he has to get there now. <laughs> He's got to pull jump over the bar in space. Yes. Oh, you Wait, know who's been, you know who's right behind him, though? Who? Mr. Charles Leclerc has been hiking mountains. His video he posted today, not only a, we've seen him hike mountains, we've seen him climb ice, but today we saw him hiking in skis up mountainsides. Cross country skiing up uphill. a mountain. Yeah. He's, so he's. He's he's seen what it's done for Lewis. He said, "If I need to, if I want to win a world championship, I gotta be like Lewis. I gotta be like Lewis. 
and I have to climb the mountains. I have to go to the mountaintop. I have to see the sunrise. I've got to see what's what's up there. What things I learn. What the mountains say to me. Mm-hmm. He has to do some meditation. He up knows there. the hills are alive. With the sounds of music. With the sounds of and Lewis. He, the sounds of Lewis. <laughs> and he needs to hear those sounds. <laughs> There's been a lot of workout content coming out. Like yeah. Charles posted that Carlos's new uh, "Don't Blink." That was not new. Was that not new? No, that was a repeat that we watched. Oh. I, don't know, I feel like he posted workout content recently and was like back in the gym getting ready. I think um, I think he did. But everyone's getting everyone's getting ready. I'm getting ripped tonight. <laughs> R.I.P. that. Hey. hey. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Um. Here's a question for you because we we posed this to each other like an hour or two ago and we were like we're gonna hold off on this oh, for, yeah, yeah, for yeah. the podcast. Yeah, yeah. If. The F1 grid was on the show Hot Ones. Mm-hmm. Which I hope someday they Imagine, are. Imagine. That would be so funny. Who Who's who's winning and who's losing that? And also, I'm not going to lie to you, I kind of feel like we're on Hot Ones right now because of the way that we're sitting. Like, this feels very <laughs> Hot Ones-esque. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'll just go first and say that I would lose. Yeah, you would lose 100%. This, and I've said this, I've always said this, but... <laughs> she if has I, actually always said this and not in like a And not in a way. joking way. Like, I have legitimately always said this, that if I ended up on Hot Ones, like if I was famous and I ended up on Hot Ones, it would be because I fucked up and people were mad at me and my publicist is absolutely punishing me <laughs> like equivalent to Toto bringing Lewis and Nico out being like look at the faces of all these people and you did this it would be me sitting down across from Sean Evans having to eat hot wings <laughs> that's and your reckoning Crescent. that's my reckoning <laughs> Crescent City that's your my ordeal, ordeal. <laughs> I'd make the drop right there with the bomb the final drop isn't that what it is at the end the final drop it's, um, the final dab yeah the, that's my drop yeah the final dab and then I drop immediately <laughs> that would be that's like my personal form of fucking torture I couldn't even eat the pad thai we had the other day. <laughs> no oh you would be good I you would, would crush, crush it, it. yeah you would it. Be I'd like, be like Lord I was just gonna say you'd be like Lord you just be, mm, this is a good snack <laughs> yeah. these are really good way go back for seconds <laughs> um. <laughs> I think Botas would be really good at it. Really? Something tells me he would do really well. I think I think he would be good at not showing his pain. Yes. Like, that, I think yes. that's why he would be good at it, because he would just be like, I'm good. Don't worry about me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, he doesn't talk too much anyway, so it's not like he would have, like, long-winded answers he'd have to get out. Yeah. He'd just keep them short and sweet, yeah. and he wouldn't know yeah. that he was struggling. Yeah. I think someone who would do pretty well is Carlos. Oh, yeah. For sure. Um, Actually, no, I think... He doesn't like chilies. He doesn't like spicy food. But the thing is, is that I think that he would do a good job because he would be entertaining. That's... Yeah. Lando would be horrible. He would be chugging that milk. Mostly because he wanted to. But he would be I can't imagine Lando on the hot ones. He would be like... He would be like, um... Pete Davidson doing hot ones. Remember, Pete was like, he's like, I'm having acid reflux right now. He's like, like, like crying. Doing his was very funny though. I think Lando's would be really funny, but yes. he would be a mess. You know who I think would be really good at Yuki too. Oh yeah, I think Yuki would crush it and also be really funny. Yes. Um, 
Lewis, I think, obviously would be amazing. Yeah. I can just see him coming well, up with, what like... Lewis, what can't Lewis do? What can't Lewis do? Win a seven. I win an eighth world Because I was going to say it. <laughs> Same brain. Um, but he just would be so good, and yeah. I know it. I don't even know if he likes spicy food or not. Mm-hmm. I just know that he would be, like, eloquent and, like, would just... Know, like, I think he would fluster Sean Evans. Mm-hmm. I think Sean would be like, well, and like, because sometimes he like once in a while like will get flustered by it, and I'm like, I think that would be Lewis. Lewis would be so good that he'd be like, I'm scared of you. <laughs> yeah, well, Alonzo would be great. Lewis is just so posh, and we talked about this in the final yes. two episodes of Drive to Survive, and that like, he just has such a calming, level-headed voice. Mm-hmm. You know what Lewis should do? Lewis should do a calm app. Sleep story. Sleep story. Yes. I would pay for Harry Styles did it and I didn't even pay, but I might pay if for Lewis, Lewis did because I think Lewis just has such his accent. Because like, oh my god, just I, I could listen I could to listen him talk forever, forever. I would love for Charles to do one, just absolutely mixing up all of his languages. <laughs> like in the video that he just did recently, he was like, "I've lost my English." Yes, <laughs> so cute. I would love that. Charles would not do well, I don't think. On the hot ones, no. I don't. Th- he would lose his English. He'd be so spicy. He'd be like, out. I don't yeah, remember out. how to speak this no. language. <laughs> um, let's see who else would be good at this. Would be good. I kind of feel like Seb would be good, and I have nothing to back that up. But I just feel like he would. You just feel it in your. Bones. I just feel it in my bones that he would be good. Yeah. I think Alex Albon would be good too. Yeah. And if he wasn't, he would just like we said for other people be really funny. What do we think about Danny? Um, I don't think Danny would be very, I don't think he would, like, take the hot sauce well. I don't think, I, he just doesn't give me hot high tolerance. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it would be entertaining. Again, I think another, like, Pete Davidson situation. Maybe yeah. not as, like, traumatic I think he, I, they, they, they can't bring really him on funny. because I think he would say, um, the C word too much. <laughs> They'd be like, we actually can't allow you to say that word 10,000 times uh, when the wing is too hot. Yeah. Can you just call Sean Evans a huge cunt and be like... <laughs> You're so right. Um, oh my god, yeah, he would. That's yeah. so funny. Um, I'm forgetting everyone else that's that's driving. We've got Lance, we've got... No one's sticking out to me as, Nikki. you know... We've got Mazepin. Oh, we didn't even talk about Mazepin coming back. What? We didn't talk about... Or, I'm sorry, Magnuson. Ma- sorry, wow, so they've sorry. replaced Magnuson with... Mazepin with Magnuson. That's too similar. Yeah, sorry. My brain just, like, had a I was like, I have not there. heard this. Yeah, I know. Magnuson is coming back. Because they announced it right after we released our podcast last yeah. week. And we said, you guys will find out somehow, some way. <laughs> and guess what? Guess what? It, that was us, guys. We manifested <laughs> it, and so you've all found out. Um, yeah, that's exciting. Um, I think he would probably do good on Hot Ones. Magnuson? Yeah, he gives me vibes. Mick would not. Mick would be so bad. Yeah, I don't Ooh, think... Sweet baby Mick. Sweet baby Mick. No way. No. No way in hell. Um, but no, switching gears to going back to Matt Magnuson back. coming back. Uh, I'm out of left field. 
I feel I like know. it was very out of left field, but it also makes sense. Like I feel like they needed someone with experience. And I after think having they, two rookies, they yes. learned their lesson. And and I think that they were like, we need someone that Gunther trusts. Like I think Gunther was like, I gotta have someone that like knows me and knows the way I work and like that I can fo- like I think he wants to be able to focus on Mick. Yeah. And like helping Mick and he wants someone that can teach Mick the ropes and make him better because he obviously did like all things considered really well last year. Right. So I think he was like, I need someone that, like, I don't have to focus on them because Mm -hmm. they know me, they know the team, they know what they're doing. Exactly. And so I think Madison, like, does make a lot of sense. I just think it was, like, not even discussed. Like, no one was thinking it. No. Um, But I loved that he tweeted and then Grosjean retweeted and was like, so happy for you, brother. Like, it's so cute. I know. I love friendship. Friendship. I know. I love friends. It'll be um it'll be an interesting season. We're already off to quite the start. Yeah. And drama already. Yeah. And I don't think we talked about Mercedes um new no side pod design that yeah, they've no got side going pod, on. Side pod. And whether or not they're sandbagging at testing this weekend. <clears throat> they always are. Lewis saying, oh, I don't think we're going to be fighting for wins. wins. Okay, Lewis, you would retire if your team, if you didn't think her team was going to be able to fight for wins. Like, we know you're right. (laughs) We know your MO. So, I mean, we have just a couple more days until, by the time this comes out, it's race weekend, baby. And lights out and away we go. So do we think that now that most COVID protocols are being lifted around the the world um we're gonna get like bigger press conferences again hmm. or are we just gonna keep getting i hope so i want them to bring back the at least three or four like yeah. i like before when they had like three or four drivers in because all of them at once is like tough mm-hmm. um but i liked when there were like three or four people in there yeah just a little more banter because like right now like when there's two people like one person gets asked a question the other person just sits there but mm-hmm. before it'd be like one person gets asked a question then there's like two or three people like off to the side, side that chatting. can like side chat and lewis can be like do you see all the hot gals in here <laughs> yeah. and Max will be like i'm a girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> so like it's just funny it gives her good content in there so i hope that that happens yeah me too but i have no idea what the protocols are looking like this season neither anybody's guess we were right we were right to say that sitting on the floor was going to keep our podcast short because it's not comfortable <laughs> we've both readjusted how we're sitting like 10 times we need to have like a pillow under us <laughs> some lumbar well, support like a tea, tea ceremony um what else has happened what else do we need to talk about our entire story right now is just uh the vanity fair i think honestly the big thing is oh. we're drive to survive we gotta make some predictions oh yes 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 for the season let's close out with our predictions for the season yeah <clears throat> and i think yeah so i predict and are we doing like predictions like think the things that we like actually like believe will happen or things that we are like manifesting to happen like things we want to happen let's do both Okay. So let's do a manifest and then a realistic prediction that we can come back and revisit Okay. at the end of the season. A manifest is I would love, obviously, for Charles to be right on up there with the big boys competing for a title. Yep. Obviously, that's, like, my manifest. I would love that. Mm-hmm. A realistic one that I think... Um, I am going to say... I am going to realistically say that I think Haas 
is going to be in the top. Hmm. For the I'm I'm trying to think of constructors championship. So instead of being tenth place, I think they're gonna be in the top six. Okay. Maybe you know what? I'll go bold. Top five. Okay. I think Haas is gonna be like very Haas much midfield. Era? Yeah. I think that they you know I'm hoping because they're entering his reputation era. He is, and and they took all last year to not develop the car mm-hmm. so that they could have something good for this year. They've already been looking good. Magnuson was like fastest for for all of testing. I'm feeling really good about it for them. So I'm gonna uh, manifest Charles fighting for the World Drivers Championship and realistically say I think Haas is gonna be top five in the constructors. Okay. What about you? Um, I think Ferrari's going to come in second place. Constructor is, that a, champion. is that a manifest or a real? Manifest. Manifest. Okay. Love that. Um, and manifesting Charles win in Monaco. Yeah, he just... Manifesting that Charles is not DNF. Yeah. In Monaco. Um, and I think a realistic one... Um, I would... I, th- I think Danny's going to have a much easier time getting on the podiums this year. Agreed. Um, I think overall world champion. Yeah, who are you thinking? I'm thinking it's going to be Lewis. He just has so much to prove. Yeah. He just is like, this is it for him. And he's like, I'm coming back and I'm winning this bitch. Um, okay. And so I, I think Lewis is going to... I don't think it's going to be easy for him. Yeah. But I do think he's going to prove... Tom Brady style while why he's the goat. Should we um, make a should we make a bet between us? You take Lewis, I'll take Max. Okay. So we have something something riding on this this year. Okay. Let's do 50 bucks. Okay. Deal. Handshake. Cool. <laughs> All right. Doesn't um, mean that that's what I want, but now we have we yeah. have things riding on this. Yeah. Cuz I think we would both be happy with whatever happens. And if neither of them win, then that's even better because that means it has been an interesting, interesting season. Interesting season. Um, we're also uh, other than predictions, sorry, we just didn't cover a lot of things. What didn't we cover? I we know, didn't so cover Danny getting COVID. Oh, yeah. Um, which, unsure about how he got COVID. With he was just with everyone. Yeah. Like the, I'm like, what did the you no do? The no war photos. Yeah. Lewis wasn't there, but now Danny's not in the official F1 lineup photos that they took. Um, we didn't discuss Lewis getting the Apple TV oh, documentary. Yeah. Well, we're really hoping that it's his his three-month uh, journey to the journey top of the to mountain. the top of the metaphorical mountain Yes. And then we also didn't discuss this nonprofit situation or uh, group that Mazepin is creating. It's because I don't want to waste any more breath on him. <laughs> because it's just laughable, though. Like, it's so laughable. And the fact that he just, like, looks and he, like, dropped his, like, kind of British accent and really went full Russian. Yes. Um, and just, like, dude, you're just quit it. Yeah. Just wait. Pack it up. <laughs> Speaking of his Russian accent. In Drive to Survive, and they said, introduce yourself, and he said, I'm Nikita Mazepin, I drive for Haas F1 team, and they're like, no, do you want to Russian? And he basically said, it was like the same. Yeah, he said the same thing. I, I was know. like, oh, I'm so stupid. Or they left in that comment where he was like, some girl just came up to me and asked me to crash into Lewis, and she's British. Yeah, we were like, for what did you put that in? <laughs> okay. For why? Great. Um... 
But otherwise, I think that does cover the rest Generally, of that was it. Lewis is looking beefy. Oh, he is. He's looking really beefy. looking beefy. He has been working hard this, yeah. this offseason. I mm-hmm. think he's coming back with a big old vengeance. Yeah. So that's why I think he's going to win because I think he has a yeah, lot Yeah, I mean, prove. it's definitely going to be, I think it's definitely going to be another very, very close fight. Yeah. Um, but, and I, I also am manifesting a win for Lando this year. Oh, and I don't sure. think that that, I think that's a reasonable prediction. Reasonable. Absolutely. It's got to happen. I want Carlos to get his first win too. In our manifest moments on, on the story, I said, I said Haas won too. Yes. I think it could happen. I think it could happen. It could, it would have to be one of those crazy races yeah. where a lot of people get, <laughs> a lot of people DNF, yeah. but could definitely happen. Yeah. Um, I would love that. Um, and on that note. Anything else? <clears throat> oh, I would like to say one more thing. Okay. Go for it. At, at the end of all of our episodes, we've been saying, please like and subscribe um, to a, on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, whatever. And honestly, if you listen to this podcast and you enjoy it, a review would mean the world to us. Uh, we did get two negative reviews, one-star reviews uh, on Apple Podcasts, and we were called Mean Girls. And I just wanted to address it really fast because we are, are not letting it get to us <laughs> letting it roll off our back but i do want to say that nothing that we say on this podcast is ever meant maliciously no absolutely like we are not, not like trying to be mean or disrespectful it's all in good fun it's all jokes we truly do love everyone on the grid i mean mazapin's gone so that was the <laughs> that was the big exception to the rule um but we love everyone and we love their girlfriends i think we do a good job of showing that but we make fun of people it's it's a comedy podcast if we can call ourselves comedians (laughs) think of us as the e-news of formula one yeah like if you're wearing something ugly like i'm gonna say charles put on better pants you crazy sometimes guy you you Um, can call me joan rivers if you want (laughs) like it's it's all in good fun i think yeah, so I don't know. I just want to say that, but now we have two bad reviews. So if you like us, uh, would really appreciate a good one. <laughs> um, also, sorry if you think we're mean because we don't think we're not trying to be mean. Not trying to least. be mean. Um, we're very so nice. We're really, we're really nice. nice people. <laughs> We've been told we're really nice, and Lauren Stroll did say we're the next big thing in F one podcast. <laughs> so take that uh, take that <laughs> so ha <high. laughs> um anyway I think next, that's like fucking it next it. time we're gonna be talking about the first race yes. of the season by the time this goes up our first brunch um menu will be up mm-hmm. you can find our brunch menus on our pinterest board link in bio Cook along with us, have fun. Cook along with us, have fun. Follow us Tag on Instagram. Yeah, please. follow us on Instagram. If you if you have found this podcast, but you don't follow us on Instagram, we are at Two Girls One Formula on Instagram, and uh, it's pretty much most of what happens on this podcast, but just in Instagram form, mm-hmm. plus a lot of content. Absolutely, um, lots of memes, brunch recipes, um, us just having a chaotically good time. Yeah. What else could you want? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. All right, guys. We're wrapping it up before an hour. Nicole. Yeah, look at this go. Deep dives are done. Deep We're dives back are to the done, sh- baby. <laughs> We're back to the short episode. So for that, I say thank you. Thank you and good night. <laughs> and we'll see you on the internet. This has been the Two Girls on Formula podcast. Bye. Bye. <laughs>